0: and i love the thoughts of our next guest because he's SEN's cricket expert we'll get him up shortly you're going to hear him on sports day this evening you'll then catch him at marvel stadium with him and my man coxie um for the melbourne derby um and he's uh, a very knowledgeable man when it comes to all things sport but particularly in relation to cricket got you
1: there bryce yes kane uh good to catch up with you again and uh how was your birthday last Friday? That was the last time we caught up. <laughs> yeah, we, I know. Brecky together, and you were heading off to um, a very nice day the with the family. To, yeah, I to was. I went. So
0: I went went to the movies, and I saw Ferrari. Bryce. Now, don't worry about it. You don't. You don't need to see this movie. Would be my recommend. So you can leave this one. Wait. Wait
1: till it comes. Wait for it to come out on the stream. Yeah.
0: Service. Wait. Wait till it's on Netflix. You don't. You don't need to go and waste your money. It'd be quite. Quite semi interesting. But in the, at this in the same breath, boring, and I, I yeah. Fell Kane,
1: you were going to treat yourself. You were going to let yourself loose for the day. <laughs> you were going to have a banana smoothie. Um, <laughs> no choc top. No old no. um, teasers. Nothing like that. Uh, how did it go? Did you? Yeah, treat I didn't. In the day? I didn't
0: go with the smoothie, but in the lead up to it, uh, Lucy had bought me at home, so she made me my favourite, which is scones. I know, it's kind of boring, but. Beautiful. scones with honey is one of my favorite. Then we had some birthday cake as well. So that's what we did. I had a great day and thank you for my protein birthday cake that you delivered um, to <laughs> me, which was, which was a nice touch. Now, since we last spoke, it's been confirmed that old smudgy's going to open, <laughs> open the batting.
1: Now, where did we land? Have you got your head around it? Are you comfortable with it? Uh, yeah, look, it, it, we were talking about it for a long, long time and uh, we finally got the answer. And look, I, I think the first thing is, um, In terms of the Australian Selection Group, um, George Bailey, uh, I think they explained it with good clarity. Um, I think it's kind of exciting that Steve Smith, at his uh, veteran status, wants to take on another challenge in his career. Uh, I think he's suited to doing it. He'll be a little bit different. Um, And I think what it also does is take away the opportunity for oppositions to go to the bouncer attack straight away. It's going to be a new ball. It's going to be pitched up more. They're not going to restrict his ability to score so much straight away. They're not going to waste the new ball by trying to bowl bumpers and have that big onside heavy field in place. So I think there's a bit of a strategic play by Steve Smith to actually avoid that strategy because the ball's going to be up. They'll be looking to challenge the outside edge and the stumps. And we know that... uh, when people are trying to do that, the opposition are trying to do that, he's pretty comfortable. So mm. that's my little take on it. Um, I, I, I trust where they're going. Look, Cam Bancroft, um, you know, um, Ben Tippett's manager, came out and said, oh, yesterday he was incredibly disappointed. Today he'll be angry. Well, you know, that's selection. There's been 100 guys that have missed out on selection. Um, mm. You can't control it. You've just got to get on with it. And scoring runs is the next best thing he can do. Uh, you know, it, it's a shame for those guys that are performing pretty well who are specialist openers, but this is the way they want to go and, and Cameron Green gets his opportunity in his plum role, which he's done pretty well at shield cricket in batting at number four.
0: We'll touch on Green uh, in a moment. On Smith, against a weaker opponent, it definitely gives him the best opportunity to make as many runs as he possibly can with the field up, the hard ball and the scoring opportunities he's going to get compared to perhaps coming in at two for 350, and do you think that would be enticing for him?
1: Look, I I think it is. I think it's a good introduction to him to go up and open. It's new for him, except for um, T20 cricket, where he's done it pretty well. When uh, Greg Shippard, the coach of the Sydney Sixers, slotted him up there last year, and it's pretty dynamic. But uh, look, it's a complete different game, of course, test cricket. But uh, I I think, uh, you know, I take your point. It, It does give a bit of an easy introduction to that role. And likewise um, with Cameron Green, it gives him a nice, easier introduction into that number four role where I, I think what we're seeing now is, is the, the selection group and the coaching staff to say, no, no, he's going to be our guy there for a decade. We need to build a team around that guy and that's who we're trusting because he's a 24-year-old. We're, we're looking for 10 years. Um, he could very well be our version of Jacques Kellis. Um, mm I know that current form, and I know he's not your favourite, but mm. uh, and and just on form, you're not really feeling it. Um, you know, the, the the I guess the trusted eyes of, of the good selectors are saying this is the guy we're we're putting our faith in.
0: Yeah, it's not not only the trusted selectors; it's everyone that speaks about cricket. Like, so this was my point on Green, just the way that he's been spoken about without. Quite delivering on that is, is like nothing I've ever seen. And that, that started way before he even played a test. I mean, coming out and telling us how scary of a bowler he was going to be. I've got some concerns about his bowling, though, as well. R- rarely do they bowl him. Like, it's, it's not common for him to bowl more than six overs in an innings. And I don't see the pace that was said to be there at the start. Uh, where does he go to with his bowling if he's batting at four? And how should they use him with Mitch Marsh also in the side?
1: Yeah, look, it gives them options. It gives them different options. Uh, they're certainly managing him. Um, what they do know with uh, uh, probably the best part of 20 to 30 years of, um, uh, I guess, sports science information mm-hmm. around particularly fast bowlers and back injuries and stress fractures is that as they're still developing at 24, the bones haven't, the density and things like that, they're still a bit vulnerable and we know that um, with with further um not just the skeletal side, but the the muscular building, um, you know, he can be better for that. And that's why they're managing it. He has had some issues in the past where he hasn't been able to bowl. So they've really backed that down. So they're managing him for the long term of his career. Uh, I think that's a smart move um, to be able to do that rather than push him and let him go off the chain. And then oh, we're back to square one again. We need to have him in and out. They've learned a lot over years and they're, they're continuing to grow with each individual. They're individualizing each program, but, uh, they just don't want to see these players. They want the very best to be available all the time. That's his limited overs. Um, and using him as more of an impact-type bowler, um, we haven't seen him bowl mega-long spells, um, and that's the reason why. Um, I think the, he really caught the eyes as a young guy, and I guess they're once-in-generation players. You know, Australia had it with Ricky Ponty in, in um, more recent times. It's some time ago now. But, uh, you know, the, I guess the... The, the the cricket rumor gets around around it um, there's a yeah. lot more about it now with social media because uh, everyone has a voice we all have a an opinion to be able to uh, express out there and we, we're collating all that but I think the same um, energy was around uh, Ricky Ponting. I think the same energy was around michael clark those sort of once in a generation type guys it's not to say that there can, can't be two or three but they're the type of guys that get all that talk happening about how they're going to do that and represent Australia at the highest level. He certainly had that about him. And uh, uh, now uh, they've played their cards. They've played the card. they held the cards hidden for a little while. Now they've played their cards. They've led with a pretty strong one and said, he's our man. He'll bat in the plum spot. And we want him to do that for a decade.
0: Have you thought about what if it doesn't work, Smith and also Green? were to then? Yeah.
1: And I, I think that that's where, if it doesn't work, then that's okay. It, I, what I have is enormous of faith, Kane, in Sheffield Shield cricket. Um, a lot of people are saying, oh, well, runs in Shield don't matter because they haven't selected Bancroft. They've had a good look at Bancroft at, at Test level before, and uh, same with Harris and uh, and uh, and Renshaw because of his flexibility through the order. He's really a concussion sub in, in this Test series. That, that's what he's there for. So. Uh, I think that um, Shield cricket, is, is, after being disrespected a little while ago, I think it's as strong as um, it's been uh, certainly in the last decade. Um, They're no longer just producing and playing young players to the expense of good, experienced players to make the competition tough. It is a really strong competition. I'm lucky enough to call a lot of the games uh, for Cricket Australia, and uh, you get to see the players. It is a really tough competition. So I don't don't think we need to worry, knowing that this grounding and this competition is as good as it's ever been, it'll produce the right player who will come out and they, they'll, they'll they'll be able to cope. Um, the ones that we have in there, I, I'm pretty confident it's going to work, but if it doesn't, um, mm. we need not worry. The next guy will step in and they'll be pretty well prepared.
0: Mm. You've been doing a great job for Big Bash Nation as well. We'll be back with Coxie at Marvel Stadium um, tomorrow this evening. Uh, that no, sorry, tomorrow no, that tomorrow is. tomorrow night. Uh, yeah, yep, tomorrow yeah. night. I was watching a bit of the my strikers take down Hobart and, and Jake Weatherall turning back the clock last night, and the, the commentators were speaking about how the short nature of the tournament has definitely added to it. We've seen increase in crowds, we've seen increase in ratings, and we've probably seen an increase in player intensity. Uh, it's been a, it's been a good uh, tournament so far.
1: Yeah, sometimes less is more. We started with a bit of a a stuttered start and it always happens in December. Everyone's chaos. We all know that in our own lives. Um, it's busy as anything. Kids are finishing school. It's it's chaos. And w- once it settles, we had a gap for the test. And once it's settled, now we've got some rhythm. We're seeing some certainly some teams make their play towards the top end um, and some teams revitalise like our strikers uh, <laughs> did last night. Um <laughs> It was uh, it was it was good to see the, the free flowing Jake Weatherall because um, uh, he but needed he it. Been, oh, he, he's he's been superb in, in previous years, but he, he just hasn't found the right formula in recent times. But uh, I think it was the the late leading. He had little time to think about it. Of course, Chrisline went out with a hamstring. He was ruled out just before warm up. Uh, so any oh you're in now, Jake. Oh right, okay. And uh, he was driving there, not expecting to play at all. Um, So I think that probably is a good way for him to learn about his mindset, of just going out there with the complete freedom. It might be one game, I just need to get on with it. And uh, they did deliver up some step hits though. Um, (laughs) Mm Paddy Dooley just uh, uh, didn't lob him in, but uh, step hits and that's right in his hitting zone and he launched a few and really finished off the game pretty well. So They've got uh, some, well, selection challenges, I suppose, as well now. If if Lynn finds his feet again, he's the second-leading run scorer behind Matt Short, who is the leading run scorer. Certainly runs haven't been an issue for the Adelaide Strikers. If they're bowling, they need to control uh, what the opposition can score. Um, they've nearly found a way to do it, but last night we saw a couple of average bowling performances, I, I think, um, yep. for the very pointy end. Um, both bowling teams, the Hurricanes and the Strikers, were, were a little bit under par.
0: You'll be back for Sports Day tonight, the Renegades and the Stars tomorrow night live from Marvel. Look forward to tuning in and listening to you and Coxie do your work. Thanks for your time, Bryce.
1: Great to catch up again, Kane. Have a ripper afternoon.